which immediately put her on forever Eugene shit list. A quick search on YouTube gave me the answers. Solid home run fact, Eugene will like the wallpaper in this movie. There is no Anne Hayes butthole in this movie. Audio editing, God knows this show I save every week. I was, I was just sitting there like, oh, he's so full of shit. How's it going, buddy? Uh, hmm. Tired. Oh, been up since about three o'clock. Oh, I've, oh, tired and headache. So basically, fine. Just fine. Standard operating procedure. Yeah, this is par for the course. Mm. Oh, my wife just texted me and said, oh, got a headache and stuffy and feel bad, and that's what I get for sleeping all night. And I was, hmm. <laughs> like, if you slept all night, then who is coming down every hour and a half to get loud glasses of ice water? ka ching ka ching ka ching ka ching ka Door slam, door slam. Yeah. Circus house. Yep. That's, that's three o'clock, then four o'clock again, then five o'clock. It's time for the neighbors to leave. Oh. 5.30, time to get up, prep for work. 6 o'clock doing your meeting. Yep. And in between there, it's not like, oh, they woke me up for a sec, go back to sleep. Nope, it's lay there and just start to doze off. Here we start all over. So, here we are, bud. Yep. Yeah, that's, I know how you, I know what you mean as far as like, waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to fall asleep, fall back asleep, at least for like, okay, well, now I'm up for 30 minutes until my body can just... Yep, at least. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes an hour. Yep. But oh, oh. but then it's time for somebody else to get up. It's somebody else's turn. And, <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm an insomniac, have been my whole life, but at least in the, uh, this week, it's not my fault. And there's something at least less stressful about that. You know what I mean? When it's just me mm-hmm. and I can't sleep, then I get all stressed out and weird. But uh, when it's other people waking me up, then I, I don't know. It's less stressful because I'm just like, everybody take your turn. Just take. Oh, now it's your turn for ice water. Sweet. Why wouldn't now for me? It's like I always have a glass of water beside my bed. Well, they need ice. Why? <laughs> Why fucking anything? Because <laughs> to me, it's like that's an added. Why anything? Thing, yeah, just it. Well, who I, cares? well I want it to be cold. <laughs> when things are as insane in my life as they are, things like ice—you don't even bother asking. You just. All right, it, get your. Yep. Close the door just yeah. a little too loud when you could just very quietly close it but no let's let's kabang totally unnecessary but all right mm-hmm kabang yep and is this every single other member of the family <laughs> i don't know who it was must have been the kids wasn't the wife uh, but they all take their turn every 45 minutes to an hour and a half and then you know 
why are you tired? Like, why do you think? Well, you should mm-hmm. come to bed. Why? So I can, so I, they'll still wake me up because I still hear bang, yeah. bang, boom, 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 ice. I yeah. hear all that shit. And then, and then, and these motherfuckers, they, they just leave that fucking truck out there idling. 15 minutes. And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, this winter's not going to be good. Oh, we, no, we it's not. better be out of here by winter because they're going to let that thing idle for an oh, hour. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if that thing's a diesel or not, but... Like, nope, it's not. I mean, they're just blowing through gas. What, what's yeah, the, and they what? got two huge mufflers, like custom mufflers on it. <sighs> and it's not even like a fifth wheel where they're hauling stuff. It's just to be annoying. Just to look at me. Yeah. Look I'm at me. I'm an idiot. That's why I'm they an have idiot. It. Look at me. Yeah. Country. I'm country, they're country written all big in the back windows with their flags and stuff. Oh, yuck. Yuck. And you've heard them speak Dutch. Like oh, they're... yeah, every time I go out there on the porch and stare at them like the freaking weirdo that I am, and I can't make a scene because every time they do, they march out there three tiny children. I'm like, mm. And then it's the most rednecky buffer Amish you've ever heard. I mean, you and I, you and I know, I can, we can say that because we're from that I community. know. Uh, that's our families, but yeah. you know, the difference between Dutch and extreme buffer Dutch. Oh this yes. Is extreme redneck buffer Dutch just and loud and blaring country music. Oh, <laughs> could that be a, I think I've asked you this. Could that be a detriment to selling the house? So like if you got potential, what am I, what am I going to do about it? I know. We still think it's a possibility they're not even actually going to live, live there. They're just fixing it up to flip. But Oh, I wish someone would find out. Who's going to be the good Samaritan and go over there and, Hi, I'm Eric Marner. Nice to meet you. What's your name? <laughs> it's not going to happen because everybody in the neighborhood hates them already. And, and they, it's just because they're so loud. They obviously do not care. Oh, but completely oblivious. Oh, I wish you could do something to let them know, but... I would like to, but uh, anything I do is going to involve interaction. And they've got little kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I'm not going to go make a scene in front of your little kids, so I'm just going to stand out here with my arms crossed and stare at you like a weirdo, so... And they don't... Do they even see you, you think? <sighs> I I mean, the last time that I did it, they they... After their truck idled for 15 minutes on an afternoon... They loaded up all the kids and got in, and then they, because I had already committed myself to standing on the porch, they just sat there in their car, in the truck, idling. And it, that, then it became a thing, like, well, now I can't go in, because then I, I lose, you know. Well, we outweighed him. Idiots. So I stood there, I just stood there, like, looking around like an idiot, and then they finally, we kind of split at the same time, but, oh... And honestly, I don't think they have the slightest clue that they're annoying anybody. Wow. Just, hey, my wife the other day was mowing the lawn, and it's been so dry and fucking hot here in the Sahara of Ohio that a lot of our grass is burnt up and dry, and she found some dusty spots on that side of the yard and just kind of sat there and checked her phone for a while while it blew a humongous dust cloud that went all over all their cars and stuff. Awesome. And she just sat there in the middle of the cloud, just like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, take that. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, yeah, but they're country with their big mutter trucks. 
They're probably happy that it's dirty. Oh, yeah, know. now it looks tough. <sighs> oh. MAGA! That's the other thing, too. Their big, crazy mutter trucks are all perfectly spotlessly clean all the time. <laughs> so It's so fake and phony, and it's it's all for show. It's all just look at me. Yeah. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. So that's what I do. I stand on my porch like a psycho and look at them. But I don't understand that. Like, there's nothing cool about that. Like... A new Corvette? All right. I'll look at that. A new Lamborghini? I'll look at that. But who gives a shit about a stupid rednecky loud truck? Yeah, how about a five to seven, how about a five to seven year old truck with a bunch of, with like some dents in it that looks like it should be kind of newish, but it, all it has is a couple custom mufflers. I, I don't. To be loud. Man, I don't understand that. I, I just don't. I, but I'm not a truck guy. I, whatever. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert, neither are they. Yeah. They, they might think they are, but all they have is a loud piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So, it's not even a cool, they're not even cool. It's, it, it they're lame. Yeah. Whatever. Tired of bitching about them. <laughs> I'll just keep staring at them till one day they say hi or something, and I'll, then, mm-hmm. hmm, hmm, then there might be a scene. Yeah. Could you turn your truck off? Yeah. I would love for you to say that. Oh, I'll be like, what's so? What's with your truck? Uh, can you get your truck fixed, or what's with your truck? That's gonna be something like that. It's gonna mm-hmm. start like that, and then it's gonna go. Oh no, muffler, mission happened, and I'm gonna be like, huh, okay. And I'm just gonna stare at him and be like, uh, okay. I'm like, well, you just want people to stare at you. That's why you have your loud bullshit yeah. muffler. So I'm staring at you. Yeah. You have my attention. Yeah, in town. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Oh, man. And that's what it is at the end of the day. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yep. Which, that's the, um, I know the crowd. I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes, but it's all the same. But not colors. No. It's MAGA. This is, this is clear. It's white. Yeah. White, stupid MAGA. That's what it is. Guess if you're stuffing your face. Oh, yeah. I'm cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. Kind of breakfast. Kind of. <laughs> it's got flour and eggs and shit in it. it tastes delicious. <laughs> hey, I had a homemade zucchini muffins for breakfast, so... Now that sounds good. It was good. I earned these salt and vinegar chips. Holy shit. Mm. And I earned oh. that chocolate chip cookie? Mm. What, uh... What are you sporting there, Red Tip? Oh, it's my... Oh, nice, Atari. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a uh, birthday present from wife. Oh, I got yeah. you a birthday present. Oh, I know. I'm waiting on that bad boy. Haven't mailed it out yeah. yet. I've been too busy. I want to I wear that into when I go to karate. And just, just before I put on my gi, just for, for my classmates to be like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean, what? A minus. And they'll be like, ah... Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm not perfect, but I'm damn good. (laughs) I seriously was questioning if you would ever actually wear it. Oh, I probably will. That's hilarious. (laughs) I'll get it out to you here sometime. Shit's just been nuts. Like this week. What am I doing? Soccer last night, soccer tonight, soccer tomorrow night, soccer for four days in a row. Because my kids can't be in the same... League, or not league, but age bracket, their practices are alternated. 
Oh, oh that's... and that's great for a week where it's 90 degrees the whole week. Oh, at least I'm not coaching tonight. Coaching last night, coaching tomorrow. Corporate golf thing last Saturday, so I'm sore. That's a workout. I don't give a shit who you are. If you're over 40, you're playing 18 holes. That is a workout. Oh, yeah. you 18 so, holes and you walked or did you, were you a car? Oh, no, no. You have to ride because it was all a scramble. Okay. Everybody's in a hurry. But it's still at... After 40, I mean, my whole, my hips hurt, my ankles hurt. After two holes, my wrist hurt. And I'm not in perfect shape, but I'm not that bad. Uh, and then I've, you know, I've got uh, my company golf outing this Saturday, which I can't wait. That's like the highlight of my year. Uh, it's just, it's a blast. It's an absolute blast. Just got, all day drinking and oh, golfing. Oh, just madness, madness. And then, then there's a then there's a steak dinner, and then after that, there's oh, an after party with I a hog this. roast. Yep, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a disaster. It always is, every every time, and it's fantastic. Oh, it's you have fun. Fantastic. I'll be at a baseball game. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, well, it's just, hey, we're I'm, just sports balls. We're just, yeah. we're just oh. <laughs> sports balls. But hey, I'm paying for it. Three, <laughs> coaching a team. Yeah. And Four night, three, four nights of soccer a week. I, I'm putting in my time. Oh, I thought you would, you'd get a kick out of this. I um, this past this past Sunday, uh, my neighbor who I'm buddies with, good guy, and he's like, "Hey, I want to have the Browns are playing at one. Uh, I want to have a uh, Tecmo Super Bowl tournament with all my with all you with neighbor buddies." I'm like, "All right." He's like, "So we're gonna have four Nintendos." All hooked up to monitors. Original or? Yeah, original, like the original Nintendo. T- and Well, I have a uh, an emulator, so I could take my little emulator box along. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I, I've got my, it was $10 buy-in. I'm like, I'll bring my little emulator over. It's got Super Tecmo Bowl on. And, uh, you know, going to be drinking, blah, 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 whatever, in their garage. And so uh, I got my ass kicked. I mean, I, I got, I'm. It was embarrassing, and I, I I brushed up on it a little bit, and like, all right, let's, I'll I'll be I'll play the Raiders like I usually do and be Bo Jackson. Yep, that's the way to go. And but but then there was rules, rules, you see. So and it, which <laughs> your which, favorite thing? Which were it was actually I'm like you had to do that otherwise everybody would take Raiders Bo Jackson. But so. There was a coin toss, and then you could choose which system. The first player would choose which system of the four they wanted to be on. Or actually, it was three. We were down to three because one of the guys, his emulator didn't work. And then the next person picks the two teams, and then, the, then like, your your opponent. And then you then it's back to you. Then you can pick which of the two teams you want to be. Um, and then the next person picks if they are kicking or receiving. It's, it's I mean, it, and it worked out perfect because yeah. no one picks the Raiders because... No one, like, no one's going to pick the Raiders because they're going to win. <laughs> they just, yeah. they always win. So yeah, I got my ass whipped, uh, but it was still fun. I mean, and I'm not, I am the farthest thing from a, from a football video game player. But it's that thing is so simple enough. It's like a a a a a a a a b a a a a b. It it is simple enough, but I, I'm I'm not, and I've played tons of Tecmo Bowl back in the day when it came out. And yeah, I'm telling you, the middle iterations of Madden are easier to control and understand than even Tecmo Bowl. Really? And I'm I'm talking like uh, Super Nintendo yeah. or Xbox, PS2, kind of in that area. 
uh, now now they're so now they're so fucking complicated. I can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in that little window there, you might actually enjoy it a little bit. It, it taught me a lot about football. Oh. And it was it was easy. It was like you could look at it and you have four buttons for who you want to. Okay, this is clearly a pass play, and there's a button assigned to each person that is running a route and pass you know passable. And then you just I would look at the play and kind of pick one, and then I would move my guy around and hit okay square because I wanted to pass to that guy. And it was it's it's a lot easier than than Tech Mobile where it was like catching a pass was impossible. It was awful. awful. It's impossible. It's completely impossible. Yeah, I just run the ball. And, Whenever I get it, I just yeah. run the ball. <laughs> and the early and the early versions of Madden, it was also extremely hard to catch a ball. But in that PS2 Xbox area era, it was it. It made a lot more sense. It got easier. It was like in uh, like the '96 and '95, uh, '94 era of uh, Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis with their hockey games, their baseball. They were easy to play. They were it was e- one button to pass, one button to shoot. Um, yep. And with baseball, it was uh, e- uh, each direction on the directional pad was a base, and then one button was to pass and one you know or to throw. And so it was easy. It was like, okay, I want to pass to second. Up and B. I want to pass to first. Right and B. Like, it was just simple. And then even baseball games got real freaking hard. I never bought any. I, I don't care about baseball, so I never bought any. But my buddy Ant had some that we tried to play, and I mean, just destroyed every time. <laughs> yeah. Me. Even in even in when we played Madden back in those times, he would just destroy me. Because I could never, I can never understand defense, the defense side of the ball. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what you're showing. I don't know what you're gonna do. And he'd be like, "Oh, oh run up the middle, blow my ass away." I'm like, "All right, there's a 90 yard touchdown. Sweet. Here's look at the new crack I put in my controller when I smashed." Oh, the it's infuriating. <laughs> oh, and just imagine like just three different consoles in kind of in a circle, and the like for hours. It was just hut 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 hut. Yeah. We only had like three games for our Nintendo, and one of them was Double Dribble. Double Dribble. Du- yep. Double Dribble. We used to say. Yep. Double Dribble. That was a Konami game. Yep. But it was fun, and I thought it was it, it was cool that he did this. And I'm like, you know what? I, I appreciate that he includes me. He knows that I'm not a sports guy, but I'm like, but he included me, and we had fun. He he won because he's that he is like he loves that game. He is excellent at that game, and of course we you know the when we were all deciding on who was going to start like. This person against this person, I got picked to go with him, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm I am screwed. And this was double double elimination. So he whipped my ass. I think I got a field goal on him. And then <laughs> when it was my turn to the losers bracket, then I was getting skunked so bad that I I forfeit. Like half like halftime, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm <laughs> licking my wounds, tail between the legs. I'm this. Stick a fork in me. I, I'm done. Hey, ten, bu- 10 bucks isn't bad. When we go on these golf outings in, in my company, they start betting on everything, and it gets real expensive real fast. Oh, I bet. Like, mo- most of us couldn't even afford most of the bets, but th- there's just little nickel and dime stuff all the way, and the dumber the thing that you can bet on, the better. For example, I'm not going to name any names, but me and a couple of other guys went together and said, hey... You can catch one of them geese. We'll give you sixty bucks. No. And he looked at us and, was, and he looked at us and was like, "I'll fucking catch one of them geese." And went running after a flock. And he came back after a little bit, laughing his ass off, and paid us each out. No. 
<laughs> got paid, baby. Yep. Came yep. home with more money than I left with, and that was about the only bet I think I was involved in because the others were too. It, I mean, I, I, it seriously, it's like they're just off the green. I'll give you ten bucks if you get it within ten feet of the pole. Want it? Yes. There you go. Boom. Okay, it's at the last hole, and there's three people to putt. The bets around the putt are just crazy. Think he can make it? I got ten bucks. Says he can make it. Who wants it? I think he can make it. I think he can't. Back and forth, back and forth. Then they're just walking out, paying ten bucks here, 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 here. It's madness. It's absolutely madness. But it's a ton of fun. So it's this is what's going to happen next. This is happening. Oh yeah. This was the this last weekend was the this is somebody else's golf outing that we our company was invited to. So only a select amount of people got to go, and it's be on your best behavior. We really skirted the line of best behavior. This next weekend, it's at our local golf course with just our company, and there's no, there's not much restriction on good behavior, and we're going to have three times as many people there. Oh, boy. It's going to be, it's going to be something, but the best part about it is that I could literally walk home if I, if I had to. Oh, really? So I'm good. Yeah, the other thing was an hour and a half away. My, being my position in the company, it's like, I need to, you know, keep it cool, be cool, you know. This next thing, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And you got a pass all day. Like, you're going to be going all day, right? Pretty much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time I didn't come home till 9 o'clock at night, and it starts at 7 in the morning. Oh, man. So... <laughs> Oh, this is kind of your... This is my hurrah. Yeah, this this is is my annual hurrah. This is it. Didn't like that they were on back-to-back weekends. That didn't help, but... Oh, uh, I bet, yeah. Plus, I mean, four days of soccer this week. Oh, my good God, and it's so fucking hot. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, you you take your dewormer, so you should be good, right? I mean... Yeah, I'll be fine. Okay, I figured. Sheep or cow or pit, yeah. Just making sure that... You're well, you know, the corrupt FDA finally approved that fake vaccine, so now they're going to try and convince everybody else to take it. I know, <laughs> a, I know. What a pack of shit. Just stick... Uh, hold on, i got to stick this horse trank in my arm yeah. so I can... Yeah, just make so sure I can you... defeat socialism. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard through the grapevine that um, someone's, someone, someone's, something did it and they, they were cured, so I believe... I believe YouTube, buddy. I don't know about you, but I, I am all about the tube. All about it. Mmm. Mmm. Man. Just... Well, I don't know about you, but I just can't believe that many qualified doctors and researchers and everybody, they just they have totally missed all this totally accurate information on YouTube. I know. I know. It's out there, folks. Trust me. Do your searches. That's right. The truth is out there. Yep. Whatever you want to know, you just... I'm a researcher! Yep. Just... Okay, do you want to... Yeah, I know, because uh, this will be going from funny to me pissed off real, real fast. We're getting there. We're getting there. Can you pull your laptop down just a hair? Frame yourself up a little bit, damn it. That's it. Perfect. I just wanted to look at the lamp on your ceiling. <laughs> Ass. No, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm having a, a, a FaceTime with my parents. <laughs> Just, just ugly forehead, and now ugly face, and now there we go. How's that? Oh, you fixed uh, it. Wait a minute. <laughs> Can you adjust it? <laughs> I like that I adjusted at the same time you did. 
Okay, uh, what else? School sucks. Oh. I was sick last week, did I tell you that? Like sick sick, or just... Oh yeah, two days of school and I'm sick. What? And, and So which one of the kids were sick? I'm none, but, you know, wife's like, oh, come on, man flu, and I'm like, oh, you don't understand, I feel horrible. Friday I didn't go into work, because I wanted to go to the thing on Saturday, I was hoping I could get better, and... Then I was talking to the neighbor kid, which, great interaction on Friday, because I'm going to be getting them to school on Fridays. I'm like, who's talking? I hear talking outside. I'm sitting in the bathroom trying to take a shit. Ian comes over and pushes open the door. There's the neighbor kid. I'm like, good. Neighbor kid sees me shitting. Perfect. Awesome. Great start to my Friday while I feel awful. And then I told him later after I was done, I was like, hey, try and stay away from me because I'm not feeling so good. He's like, yeah, my brother was sick last few days. Ah, there you go. Great. Yep. Then my wife mentioned it to mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, I've been sick last week, too. Okay, so it's not just me. And now my wife is not feeling good. She's texting me all the stuff that how she's feeling. Like, that was me last week. So two days of school. That's all it took. Oh, and it's the worst, like the first month or so. It's just petri dish of everything gross coming home. And it's amazing that they started soccer and school at the same time. Like, my kids aren't tired tired enough. Mm-hmm. Now, now we got to do that. They're already complaining. Do I have to go to soccer? Like, dude, we've had one practice. Yeah, Why is it that they... Yeah, I want to play soccer. Yeah! And, and then, then after one... Eh. Yeah, and you were saying that you... I mean, it was, it was rough goings. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was... Not, oh, it was Sunday. Where <laughs> you texted me and I'm like... And you didn't even elaborate. You didn't really elaborate. You just... It's... It, I, part of... The biggest thing, I think, is the heat. It's so hot. Even the air conditioning, it's 72 degrees in here, 71. But it's still so muggy and so hot, you just can't breathe. And we're trying to move stuff and fix the house up, and the kids have garbage attitudes because they're tired from school. And the back talk. Why is it that the first after the first day of school, they just like completely reset? They're like, oh, there are now no rules at home. I have never learned anything. I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Hey, Corbin, can you uh, pick up your shoes and put them over there? No. Oh, excuse me. Nah, I don't want to. You do it. Uh, have you lost your mind? Could you imagine ever saying that to your? They would slap me across the face or whip my ass. Yeah, that's but that's the kind of reset I'm talking about. There, like, there's absolutely no rules. Do whatever I want. I literally just get done telling Holden. When we ask you to do something, don't go. Fine, and then put down your switch. When I say, hey, go pick your shit off the floor and take it upstairs, just do it. Say yes, Dad, and just do it. Okay, ten minutes later. Hey, can you come pick up these crayons on the table? <sighs> just wait a minute. What, excuse me? Hold on! Oh! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like I just stare at him baffled, like, what? Have, have Are you, What? And these kids aren't three. They're nine and seven. Like, what? what is even happening right now? It's like, oh, I mean, it's been less than a week of school, and my wife has already threatened to smash every video game in the house. And I'm like, mm, we'll just move them into my office. Yeah. We're not going to destroy property, but I understand what you're going for. <laughs> oh. Anyway, it's it's that's the way it is every, beginning of every school year, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, 
uh, want to talk movies? Yeah, I yeah. I because I, I could, watched I my could... roulette between two a.m. and four a.m. the other day. <laughs> <sighs> Why not? I ain't yeah. doing anything yeah. else. Yeah. How's it's... that ice water? Good. All right. Boom. <laughs> Crash. Smash. Stomp. 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 Bed. All right. It's time for the roulette. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Oh, something else I wanted to show you real quick. Check this out. One subject notebook. Okay. Wait, M... Oh! We have moved on to a new notebook. Ah! Like that? Yeah! Didn't you know I keep such detailed notes about what we've done? I mean, that... (laughs) I do! Every episode I have charted. Oh, that's cool. That's good for, you know, posterity's sake. Yeah, in the future it'll be something to look at. And it helps me go back and see what's been on the roulette or what you've reviewed or when you say, no, I've never seen that movie. And then I can go back and say, um, uh, you reviewed it in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I would imagine those are going to become worth a lot of money when we become famous for this. I'm working on getting a soundboard on my phone so that I can put in sound effects like a like crickets. Cheap, yeah. cheap, oh, right cheap, there, yeah. Cheap, cheap. That yeah. would have been the that have been the moment, but I I'm still working on that. Yeah. A lot of pans in the fryer. Okay, uh, th- uh this episode of the roulette it is Raging Phoenix up against my Super Psycho Sweet 16 and you are up first, sir. All right. Uh another winner, another home run. Oh, uh, well, well another another 90%er. It's, well, um, 2009, (laughs) hour and 24 minutes, a spoiled teen's birthday bash turns killer (laughs) after she convinces her parents to reopen a roller skating rink where murders took place. And I believe this debuted on MTV. So it was a very, very, very hip movie. Um, I bought this on Apple TV because that's the only way I can watch it. Uh, it wasn't that expensive. I think five bucks. So, yeah. Um, back to you. Thumbs uh, up. Thumbs up. <laughs> it, uh, it's a slasher movie. It um, stars Chris Zylka. He's been in... Um, he's, got, he's got some credits. Uh, it also stars... Let me see here. Well, actually, let's go to the director, Jacob Gentry. I believe that he's done a lot of stuff. Um, hey, he has, actually. <laughs> he Wow. Uh, Synchronicity. Oh, that was a uh, good movie. Yeah. Um, seems like he kind of got his start on Super Psycho Sweet 16. Oh, mm. the, sig- the Signal from 2009. Is that? Is that the oh, one that's the... the... Which uh, one? That's the, the one that David Bruckner also uh, directed. That's the one that's like three parts where they're this yeah, okay. sound thing. No, nah, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, I haven't seen that thing in years and years. Yeah, first time I watched it, like you, I liked it a lot. Then I watched it again. I was like, that wasn't very good. Hmm. So in conclusion, um, my super psycho... I know nothing about this movie. <laughs> well, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it... Uh, it's psychos and slashes, and it's kind of sweet, but not really super. And the 16-year-olds sure look older than that. 
Um, having said that, I recently, re- I actually the other night I re- rewatched uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and oh, whew, that you said you hold. you texted me that you love that movie. Oh, I do. I still do, but it doesn't hold up. It's oh, it was never good to begin with, so it would have to be good to hold <laughs> up. It's, I really looked for Anne Hache's butthole in that, and there is not a butthole to be seen. What are you talking about? That's in oh, Psycho, the Psycho remake. Oh, that's what that is. I was, I was just sitting there like, oh, he's so full of shit. There is no <laughs> Anne Hache butthole in this movie. Like even the when Psycho, she, re- the Psycho, yeah, re- that's what it was. Okay, all right. That was is half Anne the reason I watched the movie. movie. I didn't huh? even know Anne Hache was in that movie. Oh yeah, she's kind of the hillbilly psycho lady that uh, that Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, goes to visit reasons, and I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm like, ah, you're just gutting a fish. Let's bend over. Let's get on let's, with the butthole. Let's see it. Let's see the chocolate starfish. But no, nope. Like, Man, Eric, fuck that one up. Oh yeah, I seriously, I was like, he's so full of shit. <laughs> So it's psycho, huh? Oh, I really don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Anyway, so, I, I mean, you could do worse, I guess, than, <laughs> than my sweet psycho super thing. Anyway, I don't want to crap on it too much. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> do. Because it, it looks bad on me. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah, and he looks so good. On my side, <laughs> Raging Phoenix. Uh, da, da, a violent Thai gang is abducted and killing women around Thailand. Having lost loved ones, Sanim and his friends join together to break up the gang of kidnappers in a botched kidnap attempt. After learning their unique martial arts style, she helps lure the gang into an epic battle to save women across Thailand. I still have a sealed Blu-ray, sir, because this oh. is available on Amazon Prime. Oh. So I was like, eh, you know, get up, put the Blu-ray in, or it's on Amazon Prime, hit play at two o'clock in the morning. And I'll keep this one in the collection. I thought about trying to trade it in, but I only paid a buck for it, and they're probably, they're not, it doesn't seem like they're taking anything anymore, especially lower budget kind of material. Overall, the movie's too long, obviously, at two hours. Uh, but it is... I mean, I, I, I keep a lot of subpar kung fu movies around the way that you keep every single shitty horror movie that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it... What intrigued me about it was it was kind of a combination of Drunken Master and, like, Ong Bak. Or Ong Bak. Like, they, they mixed those two styles in there, and that was their unique style. So they're drinking, they're doing the elbows on top of the head kind of stuff while also doing Drunken Master. It So it was a cool mix. And for that reason alone, it was like, this is worth keeping that I might rewatch one day down the road. Uh, overall, is it a good movie? No, not really. But it hits all kind of the marks that you need for this kind of movie, which is... There's a struggle, somebody needs revenge, you have your training montages, there's wire work in it, which was really cool, but it was done in a very useful way, where, like, for example, they're they're practicing a bunch at this, not ruin, but like a building where it's just the walls and there's no roof, and so they would climb up a story to do practices in the one level, and then they would climb up another story to kind of hang off the side of the building and do push-ups while the other person hangs 
grips onto them like this, kind of. And so you could tell, well, okay, they've got a wire on them. They're not going to put an actor in that situation. Uh, there were some flip kicks and stuff where it's like, all right, you can tell they've got a wire on them because you're not really going to do that kind of thing. But it wasn't over-the-top matrixy something. The negatives. Two, and I find this a lot with uh, a lot of films from this area of the Earth. So a lot of the fighting was more like dancing. You know, too choreographed. Too oh, chore- I, yep, I got su- you. Super choreographed, and nobody is reacting to hits. They get hit a million times, and they're no, oh, boom, you just take, oh, okay. No, you just took a major spin kick shot to the face. You're not diving back in with 12 million more punches. So that's kind of a negative for me. It, but, I mean, it was really cool to look at, but it was not very realistic. Uh, overall, I, I mean, it's fine. But I, I wouldn't tell anybody to break themselves to go watch it. I, I would more likely tell someone like you, go to YouTube and try and see if you can find a highlight reel of some of the fighting, because that, that Ongback and Drunken Master style mixed together was pretty interesting. Okay. Not not that I'd say it's effective. But yeah. It was interesting. All right. So I'll put it on the shelf. I, Lord knows I've got a thousand other kung fu movies that are worse than that one. So Yeah. Eh, who knows? It might go out of print and become worth a lot of money. I've got a sealed copy, sir. Yeah. That I got from Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, next round. Uh, coming up for me, first off is Don Dooler's Blood Massacre, which, that title. <laughs> uh, an, a lean and mean hour and, th- hour and 13 minutes. A group of deranged Vietnam vets start a robbery and murder spree at a low... <laughs> I started ty- typing it into IMDb and I just stopped. <laughs> at a local store and breaking into an isolated house they take a family hostage as they terrorize the captive family they don't realize they are soon in for a surprise uh, that sounds solid um, uh, next up is uh, A Good Woman is Hard to Find great title uh, hour and 37 minutes eh, a bit on the long side there uh, recently <laughs> widowed young woman will go to any length to protect her child as she seeks the truth behind her husband's murder. Uh, sounds like a great, gritty crime thriller, maybe horror, I don't know. Uh, and lastly, uh, All That We Destroy. This is on Hulu. And, um... No results found on IMDb. Yeah, let's keep looking here. There it is, hour and 21 minutes. Another lean, mean fighting machine. A geneticist who fears her son may be a serial killer, creates a group of clones to cure him of his violent tendencies. I can't oh, this, find it. This is one of the Into the Dark series. I'm still working my way through the Into the Darks. Um, uh, I've got Season 1, Episode 8. Into, uh, that, the, uh, into the Dark. Okay. Yeah. And I've got Season 1, Episode 11. 90210. Okay, let's go with uh, Hour 20. Man. Yeah. Whew. Hmm. Some of the best movies are... <laughs> <laughs> well, I went the other way this week. I am not by choice, but I'm trying to get more of my physical media off my shelf to make room for more because I've got another shipment of VHS coming in. I hope there's something good in it. I don't know if there will be, but I've been told there's a bunch of boxes here for you. Come get them. Like, all right, we've got John Woo's The Killer, which we've talked about before. How long is this one? It's on DVD. And it doesn't say how long it is. Ah, it's Chow Yun-Fat. It's the killer. It'll, uh, uh, 
that's that's the safe pick of the week for sure. Uh, next up is Knight of Cups. Are you familiar with this at all? Uh, is that Terrence Malick? Okay, I this have heard the one of that he, one. This is the one he made after uh, that one that you love. Oh yeah, the uh, Sean Penn one. Yes. No. Brad Pitt. Oh, I thought that Sean Penn was in that too. Oh, he might have been. Was he the dad? I think, I think he was the dad. Or wasn't Brad Pitt the dad and he he was the grown son? Nah, maybe you're right. I've only seen yeah. it once. I yeah, me too. Uh, uh, this follows Rick, Christian Bale, on an odyssey through a desire-laden playgrounds of Los Angeles and Las Vegas as he undertakes a search for love and self. His quest to break the spell of disenchantment takes him on a series of adventures with six alluring women. Uh, let's see, I'm looking for the cast here. And the back of this Blu-ray is as helpful as IMDb is. Natalie Portman, Kate Blanchett. That's ah, a good cast. And lastly, we have Nocturnal Animals. This is another blind buy, and this one keeps coming up in uh, my conversations online with different people. Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, screenplay by Tom Ford, directed by Tom Ford. A haunting romantic thriller, living through an, an unfulfilling marriage when she receives a package containing a novel manuscript from her ex-husband, Edward. The... can't read it because there's stickers on it. The content is violent and devastating. Susan cannot help but reminisce past love story with the author. Increasingly, she interprets the book as a tale of revenge, a tale that forces her to reevaluate the choices that she has made and awakens a love she feared was lost. An army, army hammer, and Michael Shannon. So again, I, I know that, and oh, both of these were long too. Hour fifty-six and Knight of Cups is one hundred eighteen. Hmm. Don't, not wild about the run times, but they have great casts, and that's yeah, yeah, great cast and crew. So I'm sure, I'm sure you'll make the right choice. I mean, you always make the right choice when you pick uh, your roulettes. I know, for yourself, I know. So. Aren't that, isn't that a great spread? Uh, yeah, that is like my super sweet number uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, am I up? Do yeah, I, you're up first. Uh, yeah, let's go with nocturnal animals. All right, and I. <sighs> I, I, you got me with clones. I don't want to do it. I want to give you the longer one, but we'll go with all that we destroy. Hey! Yeah, I feel like you went with the middle one. I'll go with the middle one for you. All right. Fair enough. I, yeah, good choice. Great choice, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, look for that sound clip to be dropped into the next episode where you're calling me a bastard <laughs> for fucking your bullshit. <laughs> so Blood Massacre got a pass this time, huh? And forever. <laughs> don't, hour 13, Blood Massacre. Get out of here. Oh, that title is... It doesn't probably... even qualify as a movie on IMDb. They would call that a video. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> well, you bought it on DVD. Just go watch it. Yeah, well, I will. I'd rather watch it with, you know, two birds with one stone. You complain with every roulette that I pick. Every single one that I pick, you it's the wrong one. <laughs> I'm okay with all that we destroy. Oh, now it went to okay. It was before. It was like, yeah, good. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Of those three, eh, maybe that. I, guess. I think all that we just throw would have been number one. Number two would have been probably Blood Massacre because it's going to be good. With a title like that, it's bound to be good. How, how many on IMDb are called Blood Massacre? Oh, I... <laughs> um, and a good woman is hard to find. I mean, that sounds like a country song. You should be hearing that your neighbors being played that song. Like, just out of their truck. 
good woman is hard to find. Gosh. <sighs> okay, there you go. Next episode of the Roulette. It will be nocturnal animals up against all that we destroy. Ready to move on. I've got yeah. a little bit of a uh, rabbit trail if you want. Yeah. Uh, first up, I wanted to show you a picture or two here. You might have already seen. Don't freak out. And of course, this takes a minute for me to find how to share my screen. Share screen. Go ahead and share it. You can do it, little fella. Let's share this one. There we go. Alright, see what we got here? Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, John Cho. Yeah. And look at this! Little no. Heidi! Now, this I did not see. I just saw a picture of him with his headphones on. That's the only picture I've seen. This one over here? Yeah. yeah. But then there's a cast one. This is Spike. And this is, uh, what's her name? And then look at down here. My little eyeball. Isn't that wonderful? And then there's this picture. Uh, has John Cho gotten, uh... Whoa! Yeah, a little beefy. A little beefcake. Yeah! Judas. I, how old is, I, I, I always thought that he, that, that character should be like a teenager, maybe not a teenager, but early 20s. I would say late 20s. I would say late 20s, maybe even pushing 30. Because okay. I mean, he is a bounty hunter. He's out, yeah. You know, and he was, he did time like with military or something. Before That's that. true. Yeah. And then there's this picture here. Does this look, uh, remind oh, you of anything I'm, from the yeah. show? Yep. He does so, look cool, though. I, I'm impressed. Like he, lo- that was a good choice. My only thing was when I saw that, I'm like, is John Cho too old? But I, I don't. Yeah. Nah, but, I don't think so. And then there's this. This is straight out of the. Yeah, I think that I, uh, Idris Elba would have been good as well. Everybody was screaming for Idris Elba. Yeah. But I don't know if he turned it down or what. Maybe they couldn't get him. Maybe the Netflix thing was a little beneath him at the time. Because this was years and years in the making because they had to take a break for like 18 months because he broke a, uh, John Cho broke something or. I remember that. Yep. Right. So you're talking pre-COVID times. Uh, before it was okay to, oh, okay, Idris Elba, I'll be in a Suicide Squad movie and just release it to HBO. Uh, you know, back then. Yeah. Nah, that's beneath that status. Just trying to see if there's anything else. Oh yeah, that. Who is the actress? She looks familiar. Uh, I don't know. I don't... Daniela Pineda? Okay, nah. Guess not. I don't know. Oh, look, this guy's playing Vicious. No shit. That guy works for Jet Black. I'd say. When is this finished up? Like, when is this... November November 19th, I believe. They just released these picks yesterday, and I believe it's November 19th. I can't freaking wait. John Cho... I did not know that he got that ripped. I'm like, whoa! I didn't either, but I, I, when they cast him, I was like, oh, I'm down for that. Really? Like, oh yeah. I could. I was like, I can see that. Harold go, for the win. Yeah. I'm not seeing any Ed in here. I'm concerned about that for the castings. We've got Ayn, but where's Ed? I know you don't want Ed at all. Ed's the girl boy creature yes. thing. <laughs> Yes, I don't want to get into all that, but we yeah. do do need an Ed. <laughs> I'm sure that that it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Do you think that that you might actually watch that? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that Mustafa uh, Shakir, for some reason, that picture uh, on the IMDb, I'm like, that totally looks like Chris Rock. Like Chris Rock with some bit. facial hair. But yeah, I will. I I'm not sure if I told you, but we canceled our Netflix. No, we talked about that. Yeah, but I mean, and we're gonna come back. Actually, we got an email. Hey, come on back for eight bucks a month. I'm like, eight bucks for how long? Uh, eight bucks for standard definition. Ah, ah, that's. I, even... that, I guarantee you, that's what it'll be. Yeah. Okay. Nah, thanks. Yeah, I'll get. We'll get it again. I mean, I. I know. No, that's fine. I. The... I they're with all the services going on right now. It's totally understandable to cancel it until you. Uh, have a product that you're ready to come back for. And that's the nice thing about Netflix. You can just flip it off for a month, flip it back on. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Hulu. I mean, right now we're getting our money's worth out of uh, Hulu and uh, Discover Plus, which Discover Plus is cheap. But those are our two main things is Hulu and Discover Plus. Oh, shit. This girl's playing Julia? Damn. I don't know who it is, but that fits the bill. That was the love interest he could, like, never say no to, but always oh, scream yeah? over. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn. I don't recognize her from anything. Like no, I don't know who it is either. It's uh, Elena Satine. Eesh. Yeah, she is hideous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what's up next? Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, I new trailer out. I'm guessing. Oh, that's been in all the rage of the controversy of the Twitterverse for the last couple of oh. days. Oh, I'm sure bad. I'm I'm sure bad. Right? No. Oh, um, really? Uh, well, it started off with a, a, a leaked trailer came out, and it was a a phone videotaping a phone that was videotaping a computer. You understand the train there? Oh. So that's how good the quality was. But even, like, I watched it, and it was like none of the effects were done. It looked like a previs sequence. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Where everything was all polygon and blocky for the special effects, and then there were a couple of shots of the actors, but they were on green screens and stuff, and it was like, there's nothing really to see. I mean, there's a little bit to see here, I guess, but nothing much. And Twitterverse was nuts. Now they have to release it. Now that it's been put out there in the world, they'll have to release it. Come on, let's go, Marvel. Do it, do it. Uh, Guys, either this is a very early unrendered file or they're not near ready for it to be released. So duh, just chill. Doesn't even say it. There wasn't even that much in there to take away. Yeah. Lo and behold, two days later or so here we are with a full on Spider-Man far from home trailer. So apparently I think I was right in my prediction or in saying that it must've been a early unrendered file because the, trailer that came out is completely done. I think it's all part of the marketing scheme. Because then the day after that, they released a bunch of stills of, oh, we snuck this off the set, and it's just various things, you know. It's like, "Eh, this is all part of the marketing team to drum up interest, and then they released the full-on trailer, and I've watched it a bunch of times, and it's, yeah, it looks pretty good. We'll see. You haven't watched it yet? You didn't? Uh Uh-uh. I didn't, I I just, on IMDb, that's the only way that I knew that there was, I just saw it, like, on the homepage, I'm like, oh, new Spider-Man trailer. Yep. Oh, it's but, got uh, Doc Ock and Green Goblin and... Will it still be released? It's going to be released uh, this winter or is it next year? I have no idea. I, I, I don't hedge any bets on release dates these days. Yeah. We'll see. I'm pretty confident, though, that James Bond, that No Time to Die is going to be released. I'm pretty confident that... They better get on with that. Yeah, because it's... 
it's to the point now where it's like you're gonna like people are gonna start to lose in I, I think you're gonna start to lose interest and it's like come on I I don't know if they're gonna start to lose interest but it's <sighs> they're losing money just sitting on this mammoth of a movie. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, if they release it at a time when they can't get people in the theaters, they're yeah. going to lose even more money. It, it's it's another victim of the COVID thing. It's yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Either release it or don't. There's and either choice is probably wrong. Yeah, kind of wish that. Um, well, yeah, same goes for Ghostbusters and Maverick. Those are kind of those are the three biggies that are still kind of the, the holdovers. Um, but I mean, even all three of those. I'd like to see all three of them in the theater, but Top Gun especially, but it's like, oh, like right now I have no interest in going back to the theater. Yeah. Until I get my cow, cow uh, embryo injected into my eyeball or whatever. Cow shot. What was that thing with the, uh, what was that movie with Adrian Brody where he was making the clone thing and. Oh, yeah, a, yeah, splice. Yeah, there you go. Until you can splice up with some animal DNA, and that'll make, that, that, that'll take care of it. Yeah. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> um, last thing that I have, since you brought nothing to the table. Red flag movies. Ah! Have you heard of this term? Red, Red flag, flag movies. This is, this is another Twitterverse, film Twitter thing. Oh, don't, I, you don't have to look it up. Red flag's it, the movie? No, 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 no. Oh. It's it's just a the latest term to come up here recently. Okay, no, I have not heard that. Red flag movies. Hmm. Uh, it's basically the conceit of it is if if you go, let's say you go out on a first date with somebody and they say that they like a movie, a certain movie. Oh, that's a red flag movie. We're done. Like for example, you go out with somebody. And they say, I like Fight Club. Oh, that's a red flag movie about male masculinity, toxic masculinity. I, da, 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 we're done here. Uh, <laughs> this is already making me tired. Just, just this is... Uh. <laughs> oh, it's been all over the Twitter world today, or the last uh, few days. <laughs> Film Twitter. What do you think of that? I think it's possible to watch a movie like Fight Club and understand that it is a satire and a comedy. Yeah, like it's about not... toxic masculinity. It's not. It's it can be a red flag movie if you go out with somebody and they come dressed as Tyler Durden and they're wanting to start a Fight Club with you. They did not get the movie, and that's a problem. And they're an idiot, and you should move on. But that's not a problem of the movie. So, is it just movies, or are we talking music here? This is just the new term. Is Oh, we're just, we're starting with movies. We'll get our way to everything else. Okay. That Picasso, that's a red flag painting. Oh, you like that one? Mmm. That says a lot about you as a person. I already don't like that. Nope. Don't <laughs> like that at all. Because I watched some crazy shit. So I would assume that Cannibal Holocaust would probably be a red flag. <laughs> oh, clearly you, you like Going to foreign lands and raping indigenous people. Killing and, animals, and yeah. Getting eaten yeah. by people. I, I do it all the time, every weekend. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Yeah, that's... But I've, I've enjoyed reading the comments uh, on Twitter about it. The back and forth. I don't comment because it's such a dumb argument. But yeah. It's hilarious to go in there and, and read through it. I mean, I guess you and I kind of would have our red flag things if we went out on a first date and somebody... I don't know. I wanted to see was was strictly rom com only. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? That would be a red flag. Fair enough. Red flag. I'd be like, yeah, eh, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. But uh, that's not what they're talking about. They're not talking about a difference in taste. They're talking about a specific oh, no, red flag. You are a bad person because you like this kind of yeah. movie. Well, I would be fairly well, uh, not well liked uh, for most of the movies that I like then, if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would depend on who you're going out with. Yeah, if you went out with somebody true. that was a horror fan, then you'd be fine. Yeah. But you're just not woke enough. Yeah, I know. I. <laughs> oh, that just that's ridiculous. All right, I, I recently watched. I guess I, I've taken us to an hour. You're up first. You better like really pull oh. some weight here on re- recently oh, watched. Oh, I'm bringing it. I am bringing the heavy artillery. First of all, did you get around to uh, that movie I texted you about? Or were you, did I you... was going to, and then I'm like, you know what? If you didn't, that's fine. I, I was. I'm like, I'm gonna wait to hear what you have to say because totally I read the s- synopsis. And I'm like, Rooney Mara, bleh, red flag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not Rooney Mara, or someone. <laughs> this person isn't a red flag. Now, who is it? It's the the girl from Prometheus. Yeah, what's her name? You think Rooney she's Mara? A... No, it's not. It's not Rooney Mara. Uh, it's the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, it's Rooney Mara. No, it's not. No, Rooney Mara is the girl with the dragon tattoo in the Fincher remake. This is the original girl with the dragon tattoo. Hmm. No, I don't... Uh, I mean, oh, I hate that fucking... <laughs> What's her name? Some Mara Rooney... Some, some Mara. That's what I'm... Some. <laughs> um... Yeah, Dragon Tattoo, and she was like the numerous ladies on that Netflix movie that I didn't much care for. And she was like literally a bodyguard. the only movie in her CV that you don't like. Huh. Well, I think we're thinking about two different people here. No, I think you're <laughs> thinking of the wrong person here. Um, uh, I want to say Naomi. Naomi. Naomi Rapace. I was close. <laughs> not even, not even a little bit close. <laughs> So in your mind, though, but but your gut on her is red flag. I mean, you liked her in that uh, Colin Farrell movie. Maybe it's more Rooney Mara that I'm. Well, yeah, I, I would hear that argument, but Numeer Pace yeah. is okay. Now we got to go through Numeer Pace real quick before you get to talk about. Yeah, she, uh, she was. Yeah, she was Prometheus and uh, Alien Covenant. No, was she in that one? I mean, oh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa! Actually, del- no, I guess not. A deleted okay. scene or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, holy crap. I went to her IMDb, and the first thing here in pre-production TV series, Django. Ooh. Is there a Django TV series coming? Like, Western Django? That's, I don't know. I that's just, sweet. I, I, wow. Okay, let's go down her thing real quick. Let's see here. And probably the first dozen things we're not going to know because they're from... Yeah. Bork Bork. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Girl play with fire. Girl kick the hornet's nest. Beyond. I don't know what that is. The monitor. Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows. She was good in oh, that. Oh yes, she was in that. That's yep. right. Prometheus. Passion. Dead Man Down. You liked that movie. I got you to like yeah. that movie. Yep. The Drop. With uh, Bane. Tom mm. Hardy. Yeah, you watched that movie. I really? let you borrow it. Yeah, on Blu-ray. The drop. Tom Hardy and he's... Oh, that was a good movie. That was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, that was... He was kind of... Was that the one where he's not quite... He, like? Yeah. I th- that, 
suspect. They never really were clear yeah. on that, but it kind of appeared that way. Child, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Child 44 I never got around to seeing, but I would watch. Uh, then there's that rupture that we're going to talk about later. Alien Covenant. Yeah. Okay. Unlocked. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Or I wanted to watch it. And then we get to What Happened to Monday, which immediately put her on forever Eugene's shit list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Monday movie. Oh, bleh. that was poop. Poop. <laughs> I'm going to watch it now. I just had a spite. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the Secrets We Keep. Lamb. The Trip. There's a few that I haven't seen here. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, the TV series. She was good in that, too. Yeah, don't, don't, we'll go through Rooney Mara later. Go, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so, uh, first up, the highlight of my movie watching for the past week is 2021's The Green Knight. This oh. is the David Lowry movie starring Dev Patel, who should be up for an Oscar nomination in this, in my opinion. Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton is in this as well as uh, the guy from, actually the guy from Prometheus, um, uh, Sean Harris. I really like Sean Harris. Yeah, but Dev Patel was in that Avatar movie, so, eh, run him forever. Avatar? What? The Last Airbender. Oh, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> eh. <laughs> oh, you with your rules, go on. Oh, I know, that's, uh, no, he... I am really looking forward to seeing this movie, though. Oh, it... It's another one of those A24 movies that once credits rolled, I just, like, I want to know all about that movie. It, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I want to know the backstory on, like, the poem that it's based on. And I I could totally follow it, but reading up on what the poem actually meant made it all the more interesting to me. Uh, because it is very, it's very vague, uh, you have to kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together yourself, but it's all there, uh, and it's great. This, basically, it's, um, Knights of the Round Table, and, um, um, I don't want to say Lance a lot, but King, King Arthur, mm-hmm. uh, King Arthur, Merlin, the whole crew, and we, then we have this guy, uh, what's his name? Sir, Sir Gawain? Gawain? Whatever. It's Dev Patel's character. He's not a knight yet, but, he takes on this challenge uh, that he has to he has to best the, I don't want to say too much by the way but he has to best this creature that shows up at the castle and whatever he does to the creature in one year's time the creature gets to do to him that's in the trailer and, I think you're okay to yeah. say that and, so, and this is this is the poem that's based on and so he does his thing and a year flies by and now he's got to set off on this quest. And in the quest, he faces these numerous challenges before he gets to his, you know, the big MacGuffin of the movie. And man, is this a good movie. Oh, oh, this was good. Not action-packed at all. Almost no action. But the soundtrack is... The soundtrack is enough reason to watch the movie, in my opinion. It is so good. And it's like, this is not remotely a horror movie. But they put a horror soundtrack in. Why not? And it makes it just creepy. Just the whole way through eerie, creepy music. And I'm like, he's riding on a horse in the woods. I'm like, I'm kind of scared. It's creepy. Creepy-ass music. And characters that are, uh, it's, uh, it's so good and weird and bizarre. And my type of movie, I this like is that. Easy, like immediately shoots to top of 
or like top of the year so far. Um, Dev Patel, though, man, he is really, really damn good in this movie. Wasn't like, he the uh, guy in the Ang Lee movie on the boat with the tiger? Oh, was he? Uh, I don't know. Uh, see what he's... Oh, do I am sounding like a racist because I'm confusing all brown people? Well, you are. Right. He was Prince Luko, the Last Airbender. I know that for um, sure. He was. He was in Chappie. Yep, I remember that. That was awesome. Yep. Hotel Mumbai. I don't. But you know yeah. what? He has not been oh, in a whole lot that I have seen. Who was in Life of Pi? Who was the main guy in that? Yeah, I know. Life of Pi, um, which is an excellent movie, by the way. Uh, I was wrong. My bad. Yeah. My apologies to all POC and Indian people. Yeah. Uh, Alicia Vikander is... This movie is so damn good. <laughs> it's so good. I, I don't know where you'd fall on it, though. It's slow-paced, but I'm. it's never boring. Uh, but I got that and, impression from the trailer. I didn't expect yeah. an action movie. Yeah. Weird in all the best ways. And again, I there were some questions left unanswered, but... A quick search on YouTube gave me the answers. Well, now you know everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I directed the movie at this point. <laughs> I'm going to go right to Wikipedia and change that. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, that's the big win of the week for me. I've been thinking about it ever since. It's one that our buddy Steve would... It's... I, I'm guessing that he would like it. I think you'd like it too. Uh, even if, if for some reason you don't like the storyline, I think the visuals... Like, the, just the cinematography, the directing, the acting, like, everything is just very Oscar-worthy, in my opinion. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Should I do another one, or? Uh, no, because we're getting on in time. I, yeah, I know. Just hang on a sec. Uh, no, let's let's go one for one here, for a little bit. Okay. Because, uh, Rupture, from 2016, is the new Mirror Pace movie that I want to talk about. A single mom tries to break free from a mysterious organization that has abducted her. Is that the synopsis that you read? Yes, it is. That is accurate, and I will give credit to IMDb for not spoiling anything, because they could have. That's the kind of sentence that you put on there so that you don't ruin anything. But what you should also look at is horror, sci-fi, thriller. I It just popped up on AP. I was, I gotta say, gotta give it to artistic people. That poster, I was like, huh, what's going on Oh, here? yeah. Yep. What's going on I here? Agree. Maybe I'll give this a play. And, you know, hour 42, not too bad, but I was looking, I was perusing through the sci-fi section. Kind of was in the mood for a sci-fi. Let's, eh. Numi Rapace, she doesn't usually pick bad things. Haven't seen that Monday movie, but we'll get there. So let's, let's give it a spin. Also stars Michael Chiklis, Peter Stormare. Nice, I like him. Yep. Made in 2016, but it has a little bit of that 2020 feel that we talk about, where few locations and keeping it tight. Mm. This is an interesting movie, and I think that you should give it a watch. I am mm, yeah. giving this movie a thumbs up. I'm not giving it a crazy thumbs up. I'm not freaking out about it. I enjoyed watching it. It definitely has a slow burn feel, so hang with it. Uh, there, It's hard to talk about this movie if you haven't seen it. Because I don't want to spoil anything, and at the other end of the spectrum, I almost can't spoil anything. Because it feels like a little bit of a David Lynchy kind of movie. And I say that as a compliment. With a low budget. If this was on the roulette, it would be one that, yeah, thumbs up. Might make my top ten of the year for a roulette. Not number one, but it would be in the mix, I think. Just because kudos for what you did with a lower budget. 
you utilized it very well. What exactly is happening and going on in here? I don't even, at the very, I was waiting for, for the end. I was like, it's going to come down to the end. What What is the reveal? What are we going to find out? What 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 is the real, I got to speak in vague terms because you didn't watch uh-huh. it. What is the real monster behind all of this madness? And it's not 100% clear by the time it's all said and done, but I will also say they didn't blow the ending. It just, it wasn't 100% clear. You'll understand when you watch it, which I think you probably will. And I don't think that you'll hate it, but keep in mind, this is a slow burn movie. The acting is good. The set design is good. uh, The special effects are good. The creep factor is for real. There is definitely some horror elements in here that I would label this as uh, horror as one of its subcategories for sure that you will like. There are a couple parts in here I was like, oh, Eugene's going to like that. Um, Eugene's going to like the wallpaper in this movie. I'll tell you that right now. That's a that's a solid home run fact. Eugene will like the wallpaper <laughs> in this movie. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of a, a low-budget Lynchian kind of affair, and I think it deserves a few more eyes. I'll tell you this, I would bet hard cash you will like this movie more than my Super Psycho Sweet 16. I probably. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) But but again, bear in mind, this is a slow burn, but Numi Rapace is... uh, I love her. I love her. And so uh, it's easy for me to just hang with with a film like this with her at the core, because I believe her. I, I she, She's playing it real. It's real acting. You know, it's it's acting done well, where... Yeah. She's making smart decisions in an insane situation, and I, I, I'm, you're just along for the ride, and, and the whole thing is about the journey of, okay, what is it? And you, you learn bits along the way, but at the very end, I, I mean, I think you got enough to piece together. Everybody can have a theory on what's going on. You aren't totally left in the dark. Yeah. But it's still, can you 100% divine everything that was going on? Uh, it's a little shaky, but not not so open-ended that you're just like, ah, oh, fuck this movie. Um, so anyway, I think that's a kind of maybe a 2016. I'd never heard of it. I thought, you know I what? haven't either. That's kind of what this show is about. It's looking for movies like this. I think if this was on the roulette, you would you appreciate the slow burn of it. Um, so... That's what the show is about. That it's cool. finding little movies like this that you know what? That's a not a bad little six and a half, seven out of ten, maybe. And I think it's one I'd like your opinion on. Okay. Yeah, I I, I added it to my Amazon list and I'm like I almost hit play on it the other day and I'm like, ah, just in case. Let's just hear what your review is. Nope, that's we'll totally fine. There. I left that text <clears throat> super vague on purpose because I didn't want to blow you up like oh you got to see this it's eh, it's not that but yeah there were some film uh, filmmaking techniques at play here that were worth noting and the acting is quite good so there you go back cool. to you okay well speaking of finding little tiny gems in the rough uh i am happy to report that i actually did find one um this is on voodoo and not voodoo hulu and i have been wanting to hit play on it but i'm like Ah, uh, what if it's an hour and 50 minutes, uh, Thomas Jane is in this thing, which, good actor, but I'm like, ah, did, like, this might be boring, low budget, whatever, but, uh, I hit play on a movie called Crown Vic, 
Uh, first, I think first time director. Wait a minute. I've heard of this movie. Uh, well, I guess he's he's done some other stuff, this director. Not much. I think I've heard of this movie. It's one night in the life of LAPD officers. One one is a seasoned vet, which is Thomas Jane, and the other one is a fresh, new, uh, I don't want to say recruit, but just he's the new guy. And just all of the crazy shit that goes down in just one night uh, in Los Angeles. It, I this was a good movie. Like this was, this would be probably tops if this would have been a roulette. This is really, really, really good. Um, it's there's a thread of a storyline that 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 kind of strings everything together. Um, but it it wouldn't even have had to be that. Uh, just because we just basically this is what it's like. Um, but there is a through line to this as far as. Like their backstories a little bit, dealing with that, and then how kind of things play out. Uh, but even without that, if they would have taken that that part out, I would have been totally engrossed watching these these two guys deal with the most crazy, crazy stuff over one night. Uh, most of which it takes place with um, a an undercover agent who's played by Josh Hopkins. Um, Crazy. Just, oh my goodness. Like, every time this guy was on screen, I'm like, oh, here we go. He's, like, roided out of his brains on speed, and he's got a badge and a gun. And just crazy. Um, highly recommend the movie, though. I, it's very good. I mean, it's it's lower budget, so don't expect, like... I'm not sure what the budget was for, like, something like Training Day. Because that's what this kind of reminded me of. Uh, but... For a lower budget movie, man, this was good. Uh, hard hitting, like violent, uh, just gritty cop movie. So big thumbs up. That was, I think I gave that four. Like it just squeaks by with a four out of five. Uh, I do there. Okay. Here's my one issue. One of the main issues I had with the movie is sometimes like a, something major would happen. And like, even if it like a, a, Someone would be pulled over and they'd be hammer drunk, throw up all over the police car, and now they have to clean out the police car, and then the next scene they're kind of joking with each other, or like something like that might happen. Like, uh, I don't know, they, they are, they're chasing down a perp, and it's a life and death situation, and then the next scene they're kind of busting, busting each other's chops in the car, and I'm like, ah, like, th- that's a pretty traumatic thing. Again, I'm not a police officer, so I don't know, but it seems like, you wouldn't be, you know. Well, it might be uh, one of those things like uh, uh, morticians. I hear they make like we've seen plenty of movies where morticians make lots of jokes while they're doing autopsies yeah. and stuff. And from what I've heard, that is accurate because they have to do that kind of stuff to deal with the trauma, know, of trauma what of just yeah. yeah cutting people up. Yeah, but if if this ever pops up on like something like Amazon, I would suggest it. I bet I bet you'd like it. Thomas Jane was really really good. I'm not sure what accent he was using, but I I would have never guessed that that was him. He's got a mustache, and I'm like I can barely recognize you in this thing with the mustache, the you know police uniform, and then his. It's not really an accent, but he, he doesn't sound like Thomas Jane to me. So uh, tra- anyway, there you go. Training day budget forty five million. Crown Vic budget three point six. It's all up on the screen, man. I'm telling you, like there's some. It's not action heavy, but oh, there's it. This 
feels like kind of an, almost an offshoot of uh, uh, Dragged Across Concrete. Not that it's not that good. Yeah. But along those lines, just really, really gritty, and it's up there on the screen, man. Like Thomas Jane, he was really damn good in that movie. Bridget Moynihan. Mm. Uh, I believe that she is. <laughs> she's the drunk. I I think there's a pretty humorous scene with a drunk. Um. So. There you go. All right. Uh, I got one more that I want to do, and then we'll do coming soon and wrap up. And that is a movie called Reminiscence. No, oh, the new HBO Max. Yep. Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, invest, uh, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by his new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her. Starring... Huge Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Than Dewey Newton, Cliff Curtis, uh, Daniel Wu, Brent, Brett Cullen. Mm, that's all I recognized from before. Uh, and you know what? I <clears throat> was discussing this movie with uh, Messi a little bit on Twitter. It's really disappointing because there is a... There is a pretty darn good movie here. The special effects are great. The acting is great. The story, plot, crime, thriller bit of it is pretty good. Uh, hour 56, it's way too long. And, and it's not the kind of thing like, oh, I'm bored. It's the kind of thing where you're showing me a scene that I just saw a half an hour ago because you're trying to remind me of that scene. I saw yeah. it a half an hour ago. <clears throat> you don't have to replay it. So if you start cutting out little things like that, it's, it's people that don't understand editing. I'm not talking about the person who ever edited this movie together. I'm just, uh, the general populace who don't understand editing. You might say, oh, well, that's a 10 second scene. What's the big deal of taking that out? Okay. Well, if I take out a 10 second scene here and I take out this 30 second scene here where the guy walks up and says, hi, how are you doing to the diner clerk or whatever? Fine. How are you? I'm good. How much is my bill? $3 and 50 cents. Here you go. Thank you. Here's your change. Added absolutely nothing to the movie right there. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. just, we just lost 30 seconds or a minute and a half or whatever. Those kinds of scenes add up to 15, 20 minutes by the time you get to the end of this kind of thing. And I'm not saying, I don't even know that there was a diner scene like that in there. I'm just saying that as an example, when you start frame, uh, James Cameron calls frame fucking those kinds of scenes, suddenly your movie goes from four and a half hours down to two. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. This movie is two hours long. It needed frame fucked. And you needed to take out a lot of those flashbacks where we just saw that shit half an hour ago. I didn't forget it. I know you think everybody's sitting there in the theater on their phones and, oh, oh, did they say that? I don't know. Oh, moving <laughs> on. You don't have to do that. Be committed to your film. Uh, and so, you know, somebody could go back in there and it, I, that's why I give it like a meagering positive score because all of the technicals and everything else were rock solid. I mean, this movie looked like a lot of money. It looked good. And it didn't, and, and for being a contained kind of sci-fi story, which it is kind of one of those 2020 movies that we've talked about. It didn't feel that way. Yeah. Like it, it was that way. It didn't feel that way. And so I 
you know, if you go back to get HBO at some point, I would say give it a watch because it's an ex- it, it is a teacher of editing and you need to pull back on a couple, just a couple of scenes and you'd have this thing down to an hour 45 and it wouldn't feel that way. It's, it's not a fast paced action movie by any stretch. This is a, uh, a detective drama thriller, you know, finding the clues and following the clues. And what was the last one that Ryan Johnson made? Um, knives out. Oh, uh, knives out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, but with sci-fi and stuff, it was, it was a cool story. It was a cool plot. I was into it. It's just every now and then we would have these little scenes where I'm like, well, that didn't add nothing. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't do anything. It, it was frustrating as, and I, I wonder too, if people that have never done any editing of any sort, like you've done plenty of video editing. I've yeah. done a little bit of video editing, but I've done a massive amount of audio editing. God knows this show I save every fucking week. <laughs> you guys don't even know how much I second by second frame fuck this show. I uh-huh. do. Cause there are times where Eugene and I are just looking at each other like, um, how do I want to word this? Oh, I want to word it like this. And then I just go in there and just kind of delete that little tiny three seconds of space. Yeah. And you might, you might not think it's a big deal, but if you were sitting there listening to the show and you heard how many times we do that kind of stuff, it would be fucking irritating. Yeah, I know. And I take it out. I take out those little bits. And you know what? It adds up dramatically. So this movie desperately needed that kind of touch. It needed somebody. And, and now if I go look at whoever edited this movie, it'd be three time Oscar winner. Yeah. Somebody who knows way more than me, but I, I can only tell you the way that I felt watching it. There were just a few, a few scenes in there that you could have just totally dropped and it would have dropped the runtime weight. I, even I, it would have just dropped it down drastically and it, it, to the point, just condense it, get it down to the meat, get it down to what you really need to know and it would have been fine. And then I felt like it went on too long at the end. When we got to the end and figured out, like, oh, this is what happened. Like, oh, my God. And, you know, it was it was emotional and it was powerful and it worked. It functioned. I liked it. And then we went on, like, four more scenes. Like, don't need to see this. Don't care. Like, we're done. We're past the emotional part. Now I'm just bored. Like, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, maybe, you know, other people love it. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't even looked at what anybody else on the internet is saying about it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's probably a pass for me. Rupture, I'll, I'll give that one a watch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming soon, sir. What's coming soon for you? Uh, coming soon for me. Actually, because of Crown Vic, I wanted to rewatch. I haven't seen this thing in like, oh my goodness, what, eight, nine years. The the movie, the found, I think it's found footage with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, he's a cop, him and, um... Oh, the David oh, Ayer movie. Yes, yes. End, end night, of Watch? Night wa- end of Watch, End of Watch. Yeah. So I want to rewatch that one, just because Crown Vic was so good. I'm like, all right, man, I might even watch Training Day again. Uh, just, those are some of the older classics. I'm uh, not classics. I mean, I guess Training Day would be, but Ed, <laughs> older end of classics. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there another one with uh, Ray Liotta that was really good? Narc. Narc. That was a good movie, wasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to watch some of those. Uh, what else? Um, uh, not at the museum. The kids want to watch that series. Series! Plural. One, two, and three. So... Let me know how those are. 
Charging forward on those. Um, Never seen them. Oh, what? What do you mean, what? Why would I watch those? Oh, they're whimsical, lighthearted, fun roller coasters of emotions. Well, like, and... you're in good hands, <laughs> then. You're in good yeah. hands, sir. Owen Wilson is a... Yeah, yeah, just... Ah, uh, what else? Um, uh, I, I, we've been watching... Oh, I've been watching, not we. I've been watching uh, What If Show. Yeah, me too. So, Yep, so I figure maybe we'll get one or two more episodes under our belts, and then we can talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I rewatched Greyhound. What is Greyhound? Uh, the Tom Hanks movie on Apple Plus. It was supposed to be a big oh, summer movie. I mean, that that's like twice in a couple months, isn't it? Uh, yeah, something like that. Or, yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Good movie. Apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just some other, some other winners out there that I've been, I've been, uh, Circling the wagons on. Uh, I rewatched uh, Django Unchained because it. Oh, excellent! Oh, mm, that's something. Uh, I watched a documentary. Don't fall asleep on me right now. I pay attention because when I do get around, I didn't want to talk about it this week because we were pressed for time. But eventually, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, it's on uh, HBO Max, I think. Uh, Malice in the Palace. Are you familiar with that term? No. It's uh, about an NBA game that went... Oh, uh, oh, yes, I have heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, they made a documentary about it, and they went to all the core people and talked to them about it, and it was only like a little over an hour, I think. That was pretty good, Doc. That was pretty interesting. Okay. I I have some thoughts on that that I'd like to talk to you about, and it I, honestly, it was so interesting, I you might even like it. And I'm not an NBA fan. You're not even a sports fan. No. <laughs> so, uh, I like a couple of sports, but you might like this doc just because of the events that transpired. It was pretty wild. More fans need punched in the face, in, in my opinion. But, uh, wow. that was Is that on HBO Max? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but we'll talk about that at another time. Hopefully. Okay. I enjoyed that documentary. 2LDK, I'm just trying to get shit off my shelf. Especially since I got more VHS coming, like, holy crap. I've been able to get a couple of, uh, Valley Girl I watched, Dominion, more bad movies, I, more bad action movies from the 80s, 70s, 90s. Yeah. It's what we're doing over here. That, I feel, yep. feeling a bit of a sci-fi twinge coming on, but it's that time of year. Once it's, It seems like every time the heat breaks, then it's like time for sci-fi, baby. And that moves us right into October when it's going to be time for horror. I'm not going to do a full-on horror-thon or anything this year, but don't be surprised if my, at least my roulettes for October will be horror. Because I've, right. I've got I've got shit stacking up over here that I wanted to throw on to the roulette, but I'm like, man, if I pick two things in a horror, he's going to pick the horror. So <laughs> we'll just wait till October and then we'll just go for it. You've uh, watched the movie uh, Brightburn, right? The kid yeah. comes from space. Okay. No, wait. Because I've... Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because I re- I rewatched that one too, and I loved it in the theater, and I liked it a lot the second time. But I could tell there was a dip from viewing one to viewing two. I, I don't know what there's something. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the short runtime. Like it was almost too short a runtime. Um, it's it's I, it's one of those that I I only watched it once, but it, it feels like 
we're building to this thing, we're building to this thing, we're building to this thing, and then the last ten minutes of the thing, it's, now it's this, and it's crazy, and it's amazing, and there's all these other people credits. And it's like, yeah. why didn't we expand that to be, like, 30 minutes of the end instead of 10? It's amazing, the movies that you want to hurry up don't. I know! And then the ones, yeah. but then again, that's pre-COVID. So, it seems like in the post-COVID world, you have all the time in the world. When it, all the, <laughs> all the, five-hour movies, sure, just go for it. Put it out there, Ugh. but... Before that, it was, ah, come on, let's go. Time is money. Yeah, because even Brightburn, like, it, during the end credits, they were setting themselves up for, like, a multi, like a universe of this thing. I'm like, ah, you should have done some of that in the end of the movie. There, some, something, I don't know. I mean, it I was gory, I liked it. Uh, fast-paced, too fast-paced to me. Um, but, anyway. Yeah. That was what I didn't want to spend much time on. We've talked about that one on the show already, but I'm like, eh... Yeah. I don't disagree. <clears throat> I, I'm i done. I mean, my, my throat's done. Done! Uh, okay, let's end the show. Ready? And yeah. goodbye. See ya. Bye! for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.